0: Most of us have no experience with e-prescribing. Physician reaction to this concept can be one of curious interest or sheer terror. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am Dr. Leslie Lunt, author of You Can Think Like a Psychiatrist, your host. And with me today is Dr. John Lowe. Dr. Lowe wears many hats, including Chief of Consultation and Liaison Psychiatry, Director of Psychiatric Emergency Services, and associate director of psychiatric residency training all at UCLA's Semel Institute for Neuroscience and Human Behavior His courses and lectures on technology have been a staple of the APA Scientific Program for years He writes a bi-monthly column called Tech Advisor for Primary Psychiatry and also serves on the editorial advisory boards of Medicine on the Net and MD NetGuide Welcome John It's
1: a pleasure to be here
0: so, John, what exactly is e prescribing?
1: Well, to me, e prescribing encompasses anything where you're sending a prescription without using a pen. So, whether that means you're using your PDA or doing it online or doing it as part of your electronic medical record system, that's considered all e prescribing.
0: I think I'm in the sheer terror camp on this. Why would you want to do that?
1: It gets back to, I think, the Institute of Medicine report where healthcare has dealt with accuracy in prescribing. For example, it's really easy to make a mistake. And if you write down Lamictal, the pharmacist could think it might be Lamisil. And therefore, transcription errors are a primary source of errors in the healthcare industry. Now, I'll admit, my handwriting is not the best. And so when e-prescribing came up as a possibility, I was the first to jump on board. And I'll admit that the industry has taken some time to sort of stabilize. Uh, over the last 10 years, I can tell you at least four different companies that have tried to do this that have unfortunately um, failed. One of them actually was on the Palm platform called ePhysician, if you may remember. Uh, they're now, no longer around, or Parkstone was another one. And the one I actually bought was something called Scan for the Palm OS PDA. And Literally a year after I purchased it, it got bought by another company and then it just kind of went away quietly.
0: So, what happens when that happens though? So, here you have this thing and then it's what, obsolete?
1: Precisely. And so, I think that's one of the reasons why e prescribing hasn't taken off. It seems to me that it wasn't because the technology wasn't there, it's really the support infrastructure. And I think there's been a change though. If you think about healthcare improvement, where consumers, not just patients, but the companies they work for, which have developed the consortium, the LeapFrog Group, demanding, you know, better health care in terms of rewarding those hospitals and health systems that implement things such as electronic health records or e-prescribing or computer physician order entry, you know that the consumer isn't standing idly and willing to tolerate, you know, mistakes. Mm-hmm. Especially if they become life threatening.
0: Are there other advantages to e prescribing aside from just avoiding transcription errors?
1: Absolutely. E prescribing can be bundled in with uh, not only avoiding transcription errors, you can then see what other medications potentially the patient's been on. For example, in Florida, Nick DeWan did a project with the state MediMedi many, many population where all the physicians in Florida were provided a um, PDA. Windows Mobile PDA, to prescribe to their patients. And there they could actually see not only did, you know, Joe Smith get a prescription for Seroquel, oddly enough, two weeks ago he got a prescription for Zyprexa from a different provider. And so you can actually capture other information. You can pick up things such as, you know, are your patients shopping around looking not just for <laughs> antipsychotics but potentially, you know, filling their prescriptions for benzodiazepines early. So there's a lot more to e-prescribing other than just avoiding, you know, transcription errors. The other possibilities can be, especially with larger healthcare systems, e-prescribing can be bundled with decision support systems. For example, say you're trying to decide whether or not to prescribe a particular antibiotic in a certain situation, the decision support system could look at different parameters and sort of advise you, saying, based on our experience here In the hospital setting, patients with similar conditions, this percent was on that medication and did better, and the other ones were fine without it. So it's really not just simply, you know, avoiding bad handwriting. It's really much more in-depth.
0: One of the things, you know, I'm in private practice. We don't have electronic medical records. I know I'm a dinosaur, and you know, it's a small operation. But one of the things that drives us crazy is refills, whether the patients are calling or the pharmacies calling or faxing. Can it help with that sort of time intensive task?
1: Absolutely. One of the newest things, which I have to admit, has been my new favorite, is something called the National E Prescribing Initiative. And if you go to the site, which is erxnow.allscripts.com, you would find that what this is is, again, a consortium of companies have put up money to say, look, you know, we're tired of medication errors. We think we could spend less money in the big picture you know, if there aren't any transcription problems. So we're going to pay for Allscripts and SureScripts to provide the infrastructure for this. Now that means is that as a physician, all you need is just a computer and Internet access. In fact, if you actually have a Windows mobile smartphone, the same thing works. And so once you sign up, you can then enter in your patient demographics, you know, medical record number, date of birth, phone number of contact, et cetera, diagnosis, and then start picking the medications you want. It's similar to using Hippocrates where you start entering in you know, the first several letters of the medication name. It'll start suggesting what you're looking for. You choose it and you select it. Then you want to write this prescription. It'll give you some standard SIGs that you can pick from or you can actually freeform write your own. And then once you've done that, the part that I find truly amazing is you can then send the prescription securely over the Internet because it's all SSL encrypted over the Shorescript network. and It'll go to that patient's pharmacy. And I thought, okay, this is strictly going to be you know, the big players, right? Like CVS pharmacy or Rite Aid, you know, I'm not going to find the mom and pop pharmacy on here as well, but I've actually been amazed that so far for every patient I've added, there has not been a pharmacy that they go to that didn't exist on this network. And so once you then create the prescription and send it electronically to the pharmacy, this is the part I don't know, where I think what happens at the back end, it actually gets converted to potentially fax, or if the pharmacy has a system that's compatible, it would go directly into their PBX-type system, therefore uh, be readily available. But again, the point is it avoids the handwriting errors or the errors made by trying to transcribe your prescription sent over the phone.
0: If you've just joined us, you're listening to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Leslie Lunch, your host, and with me today is technology expert, Dr. John Lowe. We are discussing e-prescribing. John, so this site, again, is erxnow.allscripts, plural, That's
1: correct, A-L-L. And to comment further on this, the only downside is that, of course, any prescription that the state has that requires sort of the special sort of paper. In California, it's sort of known as the triplicate you know, you can't send those over the internet. So that includes in particular stimulants and benzodiazepines. And one way around that is there's actually some vendors that creates the specialized paper that you can stick into your printer and then it will then print the prescription for you on that paper.
0: But then what happens? The patient has to come pick it up?
1: The patient has to come pick it up or take it with them. But The point is once it's entered into the system, it's in a unified interface where all the patient medications are listed. You can search their history, and here's the key part that to answer your question earlier. So the patient needs a refill. I can't tell you how tired I am of trying to collate, you know, faxes from the pharmacies, phone calls from the patients, emails from the patients that say, Doc, I'm running out of my whatever it is, can you call in a refill? That once you've got all your patients in here, the pharmacies now then can then send you an email saying, "Please log in and check for a refill request." And then all you have to do to refill a medication is to click on it, put the number, and then click send. That'll take you what five seconds.
0: But but, <laughs> the naysayer in me says, "Yeah, but that's just one more thing I have to check." So now I've got the phone, the fax, my email.
1: Well, this is just like you know your limit setting. You have to say, "I will no longer fill refills <laughs> called in by the phone. Make your pharmacy send in the request electronically." I mean, that's what you're going to have to do. I agree with you. It's it's like yet another thing, but once you simplify it, I really think there's huge value. And and this is, again, a web-based platform that the advantage is I think you know, Allscripts has been around for a long time, plus they also have the you know financial backing from various donors, including, I think, Dell and Cisco. So you know, this is not going to go away. This is going to be here, and they actually have interfaces with various, you know, electronic uh, health record systems. So, you know, if you happen to have purchased one, there's a connection for you so that way you don't have to reinvent the wheel.
0: Now, is there a fee f- to the physician to do this?
1: It's all free. That's oh, the best
0: part. We like it's that. completely free. <laughs> that sounds better.
1: Because the companies have realized, wait a minute, you know, if we provide our physicians the tools that they need to prescribe more accurately or keep track of prescriptions and things like that, this is the... I think, forward-thinking that our healthcare technologies are moving forward to.
0: Now, I presume those of us, again, dinosaurs without electronic medical records, you could just print it out and put it in the chart. You could.
1: That's the beauty. You can either print the prescription, copy for you and a copy for the patient for them to take to the pharmacy, or you could actually send electronically. You could do both. That's the beauty of it. To me, I can't tell you, as you have said, you know, all the frustrations with phone calls and this and that and finding, you know, where did I refill this? I'm trying to move everything to just this platform so that way I can manage it much better.
0: And as you're talking, I'm thinking, hmm, on Saturday I was called uh, Saturday morning by Jane Doe who wanted her Xanax refilled. And wouldn't it be nice from home to access this on the Internet and find out that, oh, well, she just had it three days ago.
1: Precisely. You can do that. You could say, oh, wait a second, I wrote her prescription two weeks ago. Hmm, seems a little early. So this is exactly what I think by migrating all of your prescriptions to this would help us in our busy lives as physicians to have information, you know, at the point of anywhere. Now, unfortunately, it doesn't work with the BlackBerry, I have to tell you.
0: Yeah, uh, there we go again.
1: <laughs> it is compatible with the Windows mobile smartphone. So whether that's the um, Dell, Axiom, or the um, HP iPack, or your certain Palm trios that are Windows mobile It all works. I've tried it, and I've actually sent prescriptions, and to me, that was just way
0: cool. So no iPhone yet, John?
1: Only because it doesn't provide a mechanism, at least to my knowledge, to connect to my Microsoft Exchange server at work. And besides then, you know, I'm going to be like Batman with a tool belt that has, (laughs) you know, what, six devices.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's getting a little close to home. We're not going to go there. (laughs) I'd like to thank our guest today, technology guru, Dr. John Lowe. We have been discussing e-prescribing. I am Dr. Leslie Lunt. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, please send your emails to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.